Hello, and welcome to the Ontario Animal Health Network mini podcast series on COVID-19 precautions in veterinary clinics. My name is Dr. Maureen Anderson from the Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs and co-lead for the Owen Companion Animal Network. Each of these mini podcasts features a lightning round with advice and tips from infection control expert and University of Guelph professor, Dr. Scott Weiss. Scott, what should clinic staff be wearing on their faces? When and why to protect themselves and others from the SARS-CoV-2 virus? Mask use is basically ubiquitous now in clinics and for good reason. We're trying to prevent transmission uh, between clinic staff predominantly. We certainly can see that as a big concern. So the more that we're masking, the more we're preventing transmission of this virus between each other. But it's important to think about why we're wearing masks and how we wear them. So masks are there, you know, predominantly protect from the wearer. So if I'm infected and I'm wearing a mask, it's going to contain those respiratory droplets and aerosols that have the virus. I'm also protecting myself to some degree. I'm covering my nose and my mouth, so I'm filtering out some of the things that I'm breathing in, but we really focus on masks as a way to prevent spread. And one of the key things about masks is fit. So there are things with mask quality, the layers, and the amount of filtering, but fit is really a key component. A high quality mask that doesn't fit well may be less effective than a lower quality mask that has a really good fit. So how the mask fits is something we need to pay more attention to. It should be snug against the face. We shouldn't have a lot of air escaping from the sides or the top or the bottom because the air that's escaping is unfiltered air. So we have a variety of options that we can use in clinics. It can be cloth masks, it can be non-medical masks, medical masks, or N95 masks. And typically we're using you know, cloth masks, non-medical masks, or medical masks. And there's discussion about how many layers they should have and how many masks we should wear. There's some thought about wearing multiple masks. Now, in terms of layers, we want at least a two-layer, ideally a three-layer mask, better filtering capacity. Um, but most importantly, we want fit. Now, there's some discussion about wearing double masks, and double masks really aren't there to add more layers. They're to add fit. So if I have a loosely fitting mask on and I put a second mask on, that second mask is more likely going to snug the first mask against my face. So double masking can be useful, especially if you have poor compliance with good mask fit, but a well-fitting single mask can be as effective. So we need to pay attention to fit as much as anything else. So people in a clinic, you can decide whether you wanna wear a double mask or single mask. If you wear a single mask, you have to pay a lot of attention to how well those single masks fit. If you wear a double mask, you still need to pay attention because two loosely fitting masks are probably gonna be less effective than a single mask. So for routine use, the key is fit. You want multiple layers. If you want to use double masks as a way to ensure fit, that's fine. It really comes down to how much you want to police it and how much comfort um, issue you have with wearing double masking. Now, when we start thinking about other components of protection, we're thinking about protecting ourselves. So the mask I'm wearing to protect others from me and also to protect me to a certain degree. But if I'm really worried about infecting myself, then I need to think about my eyes as well as my nose and my mouth. So an example would be I'm in a clinic and we're doing a pretty good job about masking, but there's certain things we can't do well, such as distancing at times when we need to get close for putting in an IV catheter, for example. And if we think about the Swiss cheese approach to control, well, if I can't do something really well, I want to make sure I'm doing the other stuff the best that I can. So if I have to get close to someone, I want to do it in an area where I've got really good ventilation. I want to minimize the time of contact and I might want to bring in some extra precautions especially if I'm at increased risk of serious disease. 
So we can make sure we're all wearing masks and we can make sure our masks are fitting really well. But if I wanna add on a layer of protection for me, I can use eye protection or face protection. So I can put goggles or a mask on or a face shield on top so that I'm covering my eyes while we're doing all the other things that are happening. So we have to think about why we're doing um, different PPE use and what we're achieving. So routine procedures, routine times in clinics, well-fitting mask, consider a double mask, especially if there are issues with people wearing single masks really well. For in higher risk situations where I'm worried about me being exposed, you know, we're trying to do everything else we can really well, but I can consider tossing on some eye protection in the place of goggles or um, a face shield. And when we're dealing with um, animals that might've been exposed and we think about what's their risk of being infected, what's their risk of exposing me based on the procedure I'm doing. And we might do the same thing. We might increase our mask use. We might increase our eye protection uh, based on the risk that animal poses. Thank you, Dr. Weiss, for all your insight and advice. If you have a COVID-19 related question about which you'd like to hear a podcast or a mini podcast, please go to oahn.ca and email us. While you're there, don't forget to check out the rest of our mini podcast series, our COVID-19 veterinary resources page, and all of the other Ontario Animal Health Network resources and tools for practitioners. Thanks for listening. Be well and stay safe.